0: Hey ladies, today we're going to talk a little bit about leadership, which is interesting because I don't, I'm like, have I even ever had a leadership episode? And I don't even know that I have, but I thought it was so interesting because one of my podcast to profit students, Susan Beth Morris, she told me some feedback that I thought was so intriguing. Uh, She gave me some feedback, shall I say, after P2P ended and she said to me, Steph, I wanted to leave you with... What I thought was the most impactful thing that you taught us or that you taught me and it was how to lead with humility and openness and taking feedback in and just letting it flow and being able to pivot with such grace. And I was like, what did you just say to me? It blew my mind. Never in my life did I think I'd hear the words, you lead with humility, humility, and openness. And so I thought, wow, let's dissect that today and let's really talk about the evolution of leadership. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful, passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Okay, before we dig into all this leadership goodness, let me just remind you, friends, that if you have not yet leapt on starting a podcast and you've been hanging out with me for a hot minute, you know... That you know, that you know, you're gonna start a podcast, right? (laughs) I mean, it is the number one way for you to grow an audience, for you to connect, for you to cultivate, for you to honestly convert. Why? Because people will trust you when you show up just like this in all your messy authenticity and you teach and you share and you serve, okay? And I believe that when you pick podcasting as your long form content, It allows you to blossom into whoever you're meant to be, but in your own way. There's no judgment. There's no video. There's no likes or algorithms to battle. It's just you showing up. And here's what I'm here to tell you is that you don't have to do that by yourself because I have Podcast Pro University. It's a full master course. I'm talking master course, taking you through the entire process of starting launching and successfully creating a show that's going to scale over the long term my course i truly believe is one of the best products for online female entrepreneurs because i know how to help you guys with seo and brainstorming and content mapping i know how you how you can get seen and get visibility on other shows i have a launch strategy that's so easy but it's going to get you on the charts All of that is inside a Podcast Pro University. So if you have not leapt on that yet, you need to do it because the price is going up January 1st and it's going up quite a bit. So this is going to be your last few months that you can take advantage of Podcast Pro University at only $500, which truly is extremely undervalued for what's inside of this course. You guys have seen the hundreds and hundreds of people that have gone through this program, And dozens, I don't even know, dozens and dozens of them are ranking top 100. People are monetized. Like the success stories are limitless. So I know that this can get you to where you want to go faster than you could on your own. Go on over there. Check it out. Read the testimonies. Pray over it. See if it might be for you. Again, that is at podcastprouniversity.com. I'll meet you there. Let's dig into leadership, shall we? I first want to read you guys the definition of leadership, the position or function of a leader, a person who guides or directs a group, a person who guides or directs a group, the act or instance of leading, guiding or direction. So you may be sitting here thinking, I don't really have a team. I don't really have people that I lead. I don't have anybody working for me. But I want you to know that even as a podcaster, you are a leader. You are. You have people who are looking up to you. You have people who are learning from you. And maybe you've never coined yourself as a leader. Maybe you think of yourself as a teacher, trainer, or mentor. But I want you to know you are a leader. Whether or not you feel equipped to put on that label, it's being given to you as a podcaster. And so what I think is so interesting As I was thinking about Susan's feedback to me of having these skills of humility and openness and leadership, I was thinking about my evolution. (laughs) And I thought it might be interesting for you guys to take a little walk down history lane with me about leadership and what that has looked looked like for me so that we can really pull out of that some tips and tricks for you to fine tune your leadership capacity. If you go back eight years when I started network marketing I was a leader I had people that were customers I had people that were underneath me organization wise I was um had a lot of people in my downline by four years into this into this uh, position with my network marketing company I had over a thousand people that were in my downline quote unquote or my organization and They were constantly saying, like, lead from the front, be the leader that never stops, work harder, hustle harder, show up, like, push, push, push. And so I really embodied this, like, slave driver, um, truly, mentality, and it started with me because I thought, well, if I stop working and I stop pushing and showing up and not being on... It was Facebook at the time, Facebook tagging people, creating trainings, doing all these phone calls for them. They're going to think I'm not working. So I just full-fledged workaholic and I would push people and then I would, I would highlight people that would do the same thing as me. So I had like three or four people in my downline who were just working round the clock, nonstop. And instead of being like, hey, sister, like, should we take a break? I feel like you haven't hung out with your kids in a long time. I feel like you're handing them a sucker so you can take that phone call again and again and again. No, it was like I was celebrating this behavior of idolizing busy and idolizing more and chasing after success and just all of that. And the thing was, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I also definitely was not bringing my daily choices, my business, um, the way I wanted to lead my life. I wasn't bringing that to God before I acted. I was just acting and I was doing what everyone else was telling me to do when it came to leadership. So the first tip and takeaway for you is there is no one right way to be a leader. You get to define what being a leader means and what it looks like for you. So when I look at how I'm leading now that is so incredibly drastically different from how I used to lead, I'm looking at my leadership through a lens of the ultimate goal of how I want to end up, the ultimate goal of how I want to be here, be in business, be a mom, be a wife, and recognizing that being a leader doesn't just mean in my business. It means being a leader for all of you in life, being a Christ-like mentor that you can all look up to and asking myself, am I showing up in the capacity in which God would want all of my Lolas to show up? And am I being open about that and honest about it and vulnerable with them and real? And when I do those things, I then become more than a leader. I become relatable. And when I'm relatable to you guys, you see yourselves in me And then you start to do more of what I'm doing. You start to show up more fiercely. You start to believe in yourself just a little bit more. And you start to work harder while setting boundaries, while showing up for your family, while turning off your phone, getting into scripture and bringing your choices to God, which is literally everything that I want for you. So how did I get from weird, creepy, hustle harder stuff (laughs) Gary V. wannabe over here to like chill stuff because it's so funny. People like, oh, you seem so chill about business and about like, but I didn't used to be that way. And when Susan said to me, you have this humility and openness and grace about leadership. And she said, wow, like I want to be like that. And I thought to myself, how did I get there? Because I didn't used to be that way. And so here are some tips that I have for you to begin to maybe navigate those waters. As a leader, you're going to get feedback, okay? You're going to get um, reviews on your podcast. Not all of them will be shiny. You're going to get feedback as you run programs from people. Like, I ran Podcast to Profit last time, and I heard some feedback as we were about one month in, that was like, when are we going to learn how to make money? And some of the people that were advanced in the group were eager to do that, obviously. Like, I totally get that. And for a second, I was like, I took that personally. Like, what? We are getting to money. I'm giving you the foundations. And it was like, I wanted to be defensive. But then when I took that to God for like a hot minute, I'm like, Lord, help me filter this. It was so clear. It was like, they joined this group to make money and it's your responsibility to help them do this the right way and to have the foundations in place and you just need to communicate that better and you need to move up the money segment so that we can get to it as quickly as possible without doing them a disservice. And it was like so clear. And it wasn't about me and it wasn't about my program. It was about what they wanted, what they wanted in their life and the takeaway that they knew was going to create more transformation for them. And so what I was able to do is pop in that group and be like, sisters, I hear you. I know we're going to get to money next week. I promise I move some things around. We're going to get, dig into money sooner rather than later. However, here's why I've set this up the way that I have because we have to have these foundations, okay? And because I received their feedback and made a tiny tweak, everybody was so happy Everyone was like fully on board with me. They totally understood. We had this full clear communication about what was coming, and they all had massive success because they trusted me. Right? Brooke had a, a 11k launch and I had Dolly made 5k. And like some some others made a couple thousand in their launches and others have their programs now and like the point is when you receive feedback as a leader and it's not shiny and good, you have to filter it through I believe take it to God first in prayer okay then filter it through how can I make this constructive and open and then realize what do I need to either communicate number one or what do I actually need to change right because I did have this money segment slated for later in the program. And I actually pulled it in a week or two because I heard them and I saw them and I felt them and they were right and they needed that. But at the same time, I needed to openly communicate as to why it was where it was in the program. So number two, number two, I gave you number one earlier. Number two is that you need to take take feedback and filter it through prayer And then constructively communicate why it is what it is and then ask yourself what needs to change? What truths are there in this feedback? So remove your filter of defense as a leader. The sooner you are willing to drop ego and drop your defense mechanisms and just receive, be open, like how is everybody feeling what does everybody need? How are you guys here in my audience? How are you feeling? Are you getting enough? What do you need more of? What do you not like? Is there something happening for you that isn't sitting right? Tell me. And then when you get that feedback, you have to be willing to receive it without taking it personally. And I am the queen. I am the queen of Taking things personally, and I used to be really, really bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, anytime anyone would be, say anything, I'd be like, "Man, like, take it so personally." And it's like, "Oh my gosh," half the time, it's not even about us as leaders. Okay, it's it's not even about us. When somebody goes and leaves you a negative review, okay? For example, here, here I'll give you guys a visual. So. Somebody, I did the Truth Seeker series, which I'm really struggling with that last episode in there, if I should literally delete it, and here's why. In there, she talks about open-minded yoga and how she was using the practice, which does have pagan roots, I get it and not understanding what she was channeling by using open-minded meditation and open-minded yoga and using the chanting and all of the things, and it turned out to be a really bad experience for her. So she's sharing this in that episode. Well, I got like three or four emails from people who were so angry, like, You mentioned yoga and meditation. Like, I'm out. This is so ridiculous. This is so judgmental. Like, you don't get it. There's holy yoga. Like, people were super angry. And I took that so heavy at first as a leader. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I've done a disservice to my community. They're feeling judged. They're feeling hated on. And I totally freaked out. And I went back to the episode. And I deleted portions of the episode. But I didn't take it down And, like, there's been something on my heart for a while of, like, God hasn't given me permission to take it down yet. Yet. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But I asked myself, like, okay, how, when you guys receive feedback, again, we've got to filter it. So, took it to God, number one, and was like, what is going on with this episode? Like, you asked me to do this Truth Seeker series. He sent me Ashley to talk to. We did the episode Yes, it was a little deep. Yes, it can be a little bit cray cray for some who are like, What's happening? Oh my gosh. I get it. However, I do think there are truths in that episode that people can take, choose to take, or choose to leave. You know, like when we're ready to see, we can see. And do I think that yoga is evil for every single human being? No, just like I don't think Christmas or even Halloween is evil for every single person. Like, we do Halloween. It's fine. It's a time to come together and we get candy and everybody dresses up and has fun. We don't do, like, you know, crazy scary stuff associated with it. Like, it's it's a time. Ton- you can take anything and make good from it. I mean, honestly, friends, every single thing has pagan roots, if we're going to be really honest here. And so for me, I'm kind of in this like gray space of like, look, I hear you and I see that, like I see how that could be dangerous, but I'm also not going to um, tell someone what's right or wrong for them. I think that people can get to that on their own conclusion. They can have that discussion with God and they can choose. So got that feedback. And so I was like, okay, did I say this in a way that felt really, that felt judgmental or that wasn't godly? And I don't think that I did. I don't think that um, that's how that episode came out. So I felt okay about that. And then there was the second piece, though, that was like, did I clearly communicate to those people in my audience who... Maybe they do do open-minded yoga. Maybe it's not, or I mean, um, open-minded meditation. They're not meditating on the word necessarily, but it's like just full channeling, that type of stuff. Did I openly communicate anything to them? And the answer was no. So if you look at yourself as a leader and you find a weak spot and you find a blind spot, you then just need to address it. So this is me addressing that right now, saying that as leaders, there are times where you, you will have to just go back and say, hey guys, so this thing happened, or this thing, this topic was talked about, and let me add this. Let me pivot. There are even times as leaders where you guys will just have to own something that literally wasn't in the best intention of your listeners, of your people, of your of your programs, and it happens. And the more open and willing that you are to just Take ownership of that, really openly communicate, and then be willing to change and pivot. That's where you get humility and openness, which are the two words that Susan said to me that were like, oh my gosh, this feels so good because that's the type of leader I've always wanted to be. And as I was looking up scripture on leadership, I came across 1 Timothy 4.12, but let no one despise you for your youth. But set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. And so for me, I guess what I really take from that is no matter where you are in your walk, no matter what you might look like or or appear to be, set the example. And set it how? Set it not just in what you say, but when... You actually do in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. So I just bring it back to as a leader, am I doing that? Am I setting the example of what I would want to be living my life by? And if I can answer that question with a resounding yes, then I'm doing good, girl. And so are you. So the takeaways for you in the evolution of leadership from from today are, number one, you have to really be willing to inventory yourself. You need to be willing to drop the ego and to really let go of um, defensiveness. You need to be open and willing to receiving feedback and then taking that feedback to God and inventorying that feedback. Is it accurate and do you need to do something to change or do you just need to have open communication about that feedback? So I hope that this helps you in however you lead because even as moms, we're le- leading in our households, we're leading in our, some of us leading in our marriages, some of you leading in your jobs, some of you lead a team, some of you have um Organizations that you run. Some of you are just leading your podcast listeners, but that all matters and they're all looking up to you and there will be a day when you have to choose the type of feedback that you are giving and the way you're giving it and the energy that you have behind your answers, right? Is it a um, resentful energy? Do you feel judged? Because all of that comes across. And you just have to remember to show up as godly as you possibly can and to remember that it's not really about us as the leader. And sometimes when we receive feedback or we have a difficult team member or something like that, that we have to think about that person and why they're feeling that way and what's behind whatever it is that's going on. And then put on that filter, put on that lens of humility. I love this one too. Philippians 2, 3. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Whoa. But in humility count others more significant than yourself. So, I guess they were right, (laughs) whoever said this. The customer is always right. Well, maybe they're not always right, but are we reacting from a place of humility and from seeing that person and understanding where they're coming from and what can we do as leaders to, to, to help them be seen in love, in faith, in purity, and in support? All right, loves. There's my word of the day, my words of the day. I hope that this was helpful for you guys. And just know you're not alone in your walk, in leadership, in your growth. It's an evolution. Just trust that God is doing a work in you so that he can begin to cultivate your leadership and create more impact from you and from what you're doing here on earth. Sisters, I pray over you. I just pray that God continues to heighten your leadership and your passion for showing up for others, I pray that he gives you the heartfelt patience to lead from a space of grace, to pray for those that are difficult to deal with, to pray for people that maybe are hard that you are leading. And remember that we don't just pray for the people that we like, but we pray for everyone and everything in this world and the hard and the dark and we have to pray for ourselves as well that we are able to remove emotion from leadership so that we can show up godlike and that you just give us that perspective here and now continue to fine tune that inside of each and every one of these listeners god i pray that they are just they are just led by you now more than ever in their businesses in their lives and in their leadership we love you we trust you in Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you guys back here real soon. Love and light, Steph. If you like Mama's song, leave a review. Hey, peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new,